up? It's your man, Black Valley, coming with another Black Man Over 50 podcast. What up, fam? May the 7th, coming at you at 9.30 p.m. in the 7.02. Man, just coming off that Cinco de Mayo hangover, hanging with the fam, doing it Espanol style. If you didn't get a chance to check out that podcast, it was off the chain. If you hablo Espanol, it was awesome. And so, tonight, tonight, fam, your boy Black feeling kind of good. There's a whole lot going on. So I had to come at you. Tonight's topic is going to be straight out the box. You know how we do it. We come straight down the pipe with it. The shout out to my gatekeepers. That's what I'm calling them. My unsung heroes. My gatekeepers out there. The ones that held it down while we was on the lockdown. And now that we are being released, will we make them proud? That's what Black want to talk about. Because, you know, we've been locked down for about two months, 60 days. And it's been a force behind the scenes holding it down for us. And so now that each state is talking about opening up, we talking about doing our own thing, getting jiggy with it. Are we gonna are we gonna be true to the game? You know, these people put in all this work trying to get us back on our feet. So your boy Black wanna give a, a personal and individual shout out to just a few that he could think of. This ain't by all means, ain't all of them. But just a few. I want to start with my grocery store clerks. Man, I don't know if you remember February the 1st through the 15th when this first went down and there wasn't no toilet paper. Stuff was looking scarce. It was crazy in the stores. And we had the clerks in there holding it down. People was in there buying up all the water. People was buying and gouging. And so, you know, my clerks showed up for work every day. You know, most of them didn't know what was going on. The hours was going crazy and they held it down for us. So much love to our grocery clerks. You know what I'm saying? They stood there for us and they still standing there for us to today, putting in mad hours, you know, trying to make sure that we get it. So, you know, much shout out to them. I got a special loyalty and love for my truck drivers. And like I said, everything that moves in the United States, whether it comes off of a train, whether it comes off of a plane, whether it comes across that water, it's got to get on that on my boy's back. You feel me? Them truck drivers got to get it. And so whether you dispatchers or you dock workers, much love to you. And like I said, you know, in the beginning of this thing, all the way down to now, a lot of them ain't had masks. They ain't had gloves. I don't know if you know the life of a truck driver, but they ain't chilling in the Hilton Hotel. You know, truck stops is off the chain. And so my boys and my ladies out there, because, you know, our truck drivers go both ways now. They go deep in the game. They had to hold it down. And so uh, much love to them getting all the ventilators, the masks, getting all the PPE, getting all the equipment, getting all the food, getting everything we needed to touch from A to B with no hesitation, no complication, no dramatization. They got it done. So much love to my truck drivers, my medical professionals, without no doubt, without no doubt. My doctors, my nurses out there, my x-ray technicians. And last but not least on that list is a janitor. The people that keep them hospitals clean, keep them up to the level that they need to be at, especially in a pandemic, they get absolutely no notoriety in the game, but they behind the scenes. My janitor is much love to you. My assistant, 
living caregivers. Nah, <laughs> your boy Black got a special spot in his heart about this one because it wasn't until late in the game till we found out how serious this was in our caregivers' homes. You know, when you're talking about your old folks' homes, your retiree homes, they get hit like a ton of bricks. Most of the people that work in there, they make minimum wage or a little bit better than that. And they hold it down for your mama, your grandmama, your grandfather, any of your elder seniorly people, and they're getting a little love now, and I want to continue that. Because like I say, if anybody knows anything about that assisted living care, it's off the chain. You know, and you really got to want to be there and do that, to do that job. So much love to my, to my caregivers out there, my restaurant workers. Come on, man. Come on, man. We flipped the script on them. And so now we didn't turn everything into drive-through or delivery. They in there holding it down. Most times you don't even see who cooking your food. You don't even see who's behind the scenes. Nobody talks about the people in the restaurants that's been holding it down since day one. Whether you're getting a cup of coffee, whether you're getting something from Whataburger or McDonald's. And now they're going all the way going in at the Red Lobsters, the major restaurants. is not going to start doing delivery and all that. And so my cooks, my people that's at the window, you know, all my people that's holding it down, and my managers back there that's setting the schedules, people coming in late, people missing. We know how it go in the restaurant game. And so much love for them. And so like I say, they hold it down. Most of them is uh, catching the buzz, you know, trying to get to work the best way they can. And they don't miss a beat, man. And so, you know, if you can ever give a tip or get something extra, you want to take care of your restaurant workers because the way you meet without them, it'll be a whole different day out there. My warehouse workers, man, man, we hearing about how it is getting this food from the farmers to the people's mouth and the logistics that goes on in that. And so, you know, behind the scenes, you got warehouse workers, both in the food banks and the logistic game that's holding it down. And like I said, if you've ever been out there loading up produce, are loading up meat, you know that is a straight up physical type of J-O-B. And once again, these guys is behind the scenes. They don't get talked about. They don't live a glorious lives. But without them, don't nothing get done. And so my warehouse workers from your boy Black. Like I said, your boy Black, keep it 100. This is Black Man Over 50. You know how we do it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep it. <laughs> We're going to give it all. 100 respect to the people out there that deserve it and like i say it's much more than what your boy naming off but he wanted to touch a few and while we're talking about the farmers man since day one they've been on the salt on the farmers you know what i'm saying they've been dealing with china and cutting prices on stuff and behind the scenes they've been going low high low high like i said it's been a whole different ball game for the farmers out there. and now that they just got this 19 billion or 6 billion or whatever we shut the country down where ain't nowhere for them to send their food so i want to give an appeal to my farmers if i got any farmer listeners if i got any listeners that's listening to back that's in the farming game now we need you to take it to the next level we need you to assist these truck drivers do whatever we need to do to get the food to the people there is no need to throw out nothing your boy Black said nothing. We got starving miles around. We didn't just broke you 19 billion, which I know is not enough to even recover what you have been through. But we all got to dig deep. We all 10 toes deep in this situation. 
And so if you got food and we got starving miles on the other end, we got to link arms and figure it out. You feel me? And so to my farmers, like I said, I, I'm just giving an appeal that we try to help the people out here that's hungry. My mail and delivery workers, man, your boys out there for Prime, your boys out there for FedEx, your boys out there for UPS. These ladies and men have been holding it down. I don't know if you noticed, you see mail trucks on Sunday, you see Prime rolling in 10, 11 o'clock with the lights flashing. I mean, this is somebody's husband, somebody's son, somebody's brother, somebody's wife, somebody's sister. And like I said, most of them do not carry firearms because they are handling parcels. Most of them are dealing with people in this, in this, this distress situations. I see on Facebook people tripping on how they get their packages left, what's going on with, with when they deliver. But nobody's understanding. The dude might be on his 18th hour when he gets to you and traffic and everything. And so that don't make it right. But we still got to give homage, bro, because we all in this together. And if we start nitpicking on how everybody do everything, sometimes, like Mike said, you got to look in the man in the mirror before we start throwing stones. And so my first responders out there, I want to give a shout out to them. That's my ambulance drivers, my Uber drivers, my police. Oh, the policemen, man, man, the firemen. Like these guys and ladies is holding it down. I mean, the ambulance driver, if you can just feel what my man is going through, you feel me? Oh boy is running from eight to faint. Picking everybody he picking up is in a bad situation. My man can't take no days off. And he got to take all that home to the family. Whether it's the pressure of the day, whether it's the fatigue, whether him have to strip out all his clothes in the garage, have him put in a bag, have him sealed up, or they got some of these people staying in hotels where they don't even get to go home with the family. You feel me? They don't even get to go to the crib. And so we want to give much love to, like I say, the ambulance drivers. The Uber driver. <laughs> Ain't no more front line than you can get with somebody in your back seat. And so, like I said, it's a lot of people out here behind the scene that we don't realize every day that they go out there, bro. Every day that they suit up and go out there is for us. It's totally for us at this point because there's no money out there worth your life. So anybody that's out there as a policeman, fireman, these these app drivers, whether it's Uber, Lyft, whatever you want to call it, these ambulance drivers, they're doing it for the love. I mean, they're doing it for the love. Finally, finally, last but not least, my city workers. And like I said, if you don't know who your city workers are in your city, just think of everything that gets done. But you don't know how it get done. They do it. From collecting the garbage, to the sanitation workers, to the janitors citywide to take care of everything, that keep the city clean on point. These people, like I said, are holding it down. And so we got to give a shout out where a shout out is due. So your boy Black wanted to give a shout out to just a small group of people out there. Like I said, we love you guys much. We know without you, we wouldn't be where we at. You know what I mean? And we know it's a price to pay for what you do. And we just appreciate it. You feel me? We just appreciate it. So now we need to understand with all you guys have done over 60 days, with all the things you've done that you get no credit for, now that we are about to be released, and some of us have already been released, 
Will we make you guys proud? Will we do and stand up the way you guys stood up? And what I mean by that, like I said, they opening up cities, fam. You feel me? And so we got a responsibility to stay under control. Your boy Black been out on just some little PI type shit over the last couple of weeks. Just checking it out. You know, I had a few things to pick up here and there, but I don't really need to leave the house. But your boy Black want to get out and get some sunlight like everybody else. And people are coming unglued on the smallest situation. You know what I mean? There's protocols these people got to follow that work at these facilities. And one of them is you got to have a mask. Like your boy Black say, I keep it 100 straight down the middle. My problem is, don't nobody know where to get the mask. It'd be better if they said you got to wear a mask and here's where you can get one for 99 cents or a dollar. But nevertheless, they doing what they taught to do, what they told to do to keep their job. And they telling you, you got to have a proper PPE. And so we got to be in the control when we deal with these people. See what I'm saying? Number one, we got kids watching. You can't be flipping out. You got kids watching. They're in a situation where nobody understands what's going on. Everybody coming out of lockdown. So emotions is tender right now. And so we got to keep it under control. You know what I'm saying? First, like I said before, we got to respect the kids. We got to respect the kids. We got to respect the ladies. You feel me? If you see ladies out there and they need a helping hand, now's the time to give them a hand. You feel me? Now's the time to step your game up and start acting like we family around here. Don't get pissed because people are trying to protect us. If somebody tell you you need a mask and you ain't got one, either go find one or go home. What we can't do is get crazy out there, get belligerent out there and try to infect everybody else. Which takes me to my next point. We gotta help each other. Now more than ever, we need to play team ball, man. You feel me? It is us against a pandemic. We all wanna go out. But at the end of the day, we all wanna stay out. If we go out and we do this in some kind of ill, uneducated way, what's gonna end up happening, everything gonna flare back up, and we gonna be back on lockdown. So we got to help each other. We gotta play team ball. We gotta help our seniors out. You feel me? They gonna be out there trying to get it. You know what I'm saying? You know how they are. You know what I'm saying? They stuck in their ways. It is what it is. But we got to lend a helping hand. We cannot put them in a situation where they fall back. You feel me? This is the end of the game for them. And they want to be part of it, just like we part of it. So when they get out there, let them be out there. But let's just extend a helping hand. You see what I'm saying? And this food bank situation. Really? Once again, it's your blood black coming at you with Black Man Over 50 Podcast. Food Bank. Let me say it again. Food Bank United States. Can't happen, bro. It can't happen. We got to make sure we look out for each other on this food situation. And like I said, I started with my farmers out there saying, man, you can't throw nothing away when we starving on the other side. And then I say to my truck drivers, I've been with y'all 30 years. You know how we get in where we fit in. We got to lend some assistance. You know, you got extra trucks. You got extra situations out there. We got to collab with the farmers. We got to talk to the farmers and help them get this food to the people. But this lack of food can't happen, bro. Not in the U.S. It just cannot happen. Which leads me to... Which leads me to donations. Donations. Remember, one of my partners used to always tell me, you know, money ain't always green. And he was right. 
You know what I mean? Money is not always green. We got to be able to give what we can. And that starts with a smile. If you just give somebody a smile instead of an attitude, you've already started off the conversation on the right. And then we can go from there. You can give what your heart leads you to. I go back to that food bank. We got to make sure people eating around here. That's just not finna fly with black. And your boy black, like I said, you know, I've been giving money all across this nation. All across the world. And it dawned on me, my own backyard ain't eating. They're not eating in the USA. It's time for your boy to flip the script. See what I'm saying? We got to make sure our people is eating. We got to make sure we got a focus on what's going on. Our service providers. Once again, remember, they putting their life on the line for us, fam. And so everybody that's out there, whether they working at a store and they trying to make sure we get what we need, whether they working at the hospital and they trying to make sure we get the care that we need, whether they working as one of these Uber drivers or Lyft drivers and they trying to get you where you need to go, we need to make sure we take care of them. And the first way is to have your face mask on, have your PPE on. Do not go to these people unprepared while they putting their life on the line and then you want to act a fool. Nah, fam. That ain't finna cut it. You feel me? These people, let me put it like this. Before the coronavirus, you respected the man in the suit. You respected that guy that had that six-figure job. You respected that guy that had that foreign car. Now, it's your guy in a uniform. It's your guy that come to work every single day, 10 toes deep, hands down, don't know where he gonna make it the next day and giving you 100%. That's your six-figure brother or six-figure sister. That's the one you should be giving homage to and getting on bending knees and, and before you go to bed and giving a shout out for them because they need you. You see what I'm saying? Which leads me to wear your mask. If nothing else, if you can't get gloves, if you ain't got all that gown stuff they talking about, you can get a mask. You can make your own mask. You can do whatever you need, but just out of respect for everybody else. And once again, the kids is watching. The kids are watching how we acting in a pandemic. We have a responsibility to show them that we care about human life. And so now everybody's wish is granted. You wanted to get out the house. You're out the house. You wanted stuff to be open. Well, it's going to be open. But now it's how are you going to conduct yourself in this situation? And so have your mask on. Like your boy Black say, if you ain't got one, buy one or stay at home. It's just that simple. But you can't be running out sideways thinking you're going to disinfect everybody. Do what you want to do. That's not the reason why they opening up the state. Which leads me to what I say about these workers. This child care. Trust me, it's going to have to be somewhere for these kids to go. While you working, while you doing your thing, your kids are going to be somewhere. And just like everybody else, they've been on lockdown for two months too. So when they come out the house, they're going buck wild, like puppies in the yard. And you're going to be at work in your chill zone, and somebody's going to have to deal with your kids. And so let's be blessed to the child care workers. You feel me? Give them a smile. 
Be involved with your kids. Find out how your kids' day was and try to make it better. See, don't don't think you're getting a break because you didn't got back to work and you're going to leave your kid who you ain't dealt with properly with somebody else and they supposed to handle that. And if they don't, you're going to come with that don't say nothing negative about my kid type stuff and now we're going to have a problem. Because once again, these people don't need to do what they're doing. Now, everybody's getting $600. If you're not, it's coming down the pipe. That unemployment for everybody. So it's going to be a $600 uh, schnip coming in for other people. Remember how the game works, fam. People that's doing daycare and all that stuff on the side, they don't have to do that. They can run with that six a week, which is 24 a month. Just watch one or two kids at two, three, four hundred a week. They gravy. So the fact that they got five, six, seven in there, that's love for us. And we need to respect the child care worker. That's the new. I'm telling you, you better listen to your boy Black and then your family. Like I said, just because you got the ability to go out, just because the door has been opened, there's people at the house that you have a responsibility to to make sure when you come back, it's the same way it was when you left. You can't be bringing a whole bunch of garbage back to the crib to people who ain't even left the crib because you out in it. And so we want to make sure we stay germ-free. Like I said, we got to do what we got to do. Ain't no, your boy Black is with you. He's with you. But if you got to take your shoes off at the door because you know you done been somewhere foul, if you got to make sure you uh, jump in the shower because you know you done put a hard eight in, if you got to make sure you leave your clothes at the washing machine, you got to do what you got to do to protect the family. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, your boy Black just felt like he had to spit tonight. He had to make sure we understood that we about to go back out. They about to lift the curtain. You feel me? They didn't just said forget that government uh, open America up again plan where you had to have all the masks, you had to have a test, you had to have, you know, they had an ABC, and if you didn't hear Black Show, you can go back and listen to that Open Up America again, and I break down exactly what was supposed to be done before you opened up a state. But now they don't went buck wild, we going straight out butt naked, you know what I'm saying? We going out with nothing, and so it's going to be up to us to make sure we take care of each other, because whether you believe it or not, we already in a one world order. And the one world order is us. We are a nation of people. We are a world of people. And if we ever want to travel again, if we ever want to be together again, if we ever want to, like I said, have international relationships, then we got to prove that we know how to respect one another's life. And so this is game time. And like I said, your boy Black keep it 100. And I hear people talking. And like I said, you know, it sound gravy. It sound all good when you own somebody else and then right out your mouth you don't hear what you're saying is the same thing somebody else is saying you just flipping the script like i say check yourself listen to what you are saying or in most cases typing listen to what somebody else is saying that offends you and then try to put it together like i said your boy black ain't preaching your boy black stay right down the middle but like i said we need to keep it 100 if we gonna all be together in this thing and so in conclusion like i said your boy black like to keep it positive i like to keep it clean and i like to keep it blessed
And so it's no question tonight. You know, I usually do that after the show question. It's no question tonight. Tonight, I just want us all to get on bending knees, say a prayer for each other, say a prayer for these governors, say a prayer for these mayors, say a prayer for these police officers that got to keep us in check, say a prayer for these regular service people that's now got to deal with people coming out the house that's been locked down for two months that's coming buck wild at them. You feel me? Say a prayer for the new hirees, the people that's getting ready to get hired in new jobs, new fields. They energetic, they excited, they ready to go get it. And they finna deal with a public that been locked down for two months. You feel me? Everything is gonna be on double time right now. So your training is gonna be laxed and shady. Your uniform's gonna come late and shady. Ain't no Uber right now, 100%. You know, everything is coming together. So we got to pray for each other on that. So there's no question tonight. Like I say, let's get ready to open America safely. You feel me? The bottom line is safety. And so, you know, your boy Black, like I say, I like to keep it 100. I like to come straight at y'all. Certain things that I think we need to talk about. You know what I mean? There's certain things that I think that we all feel the same way. But due to the media coverage and the way it might be coming at us, we kind of get our script flipped. You know what I mean? And so that's why I say, you know, my my suggestion to most people is whatever upsets you about what's going on right now, take a step back, look at yourself in the mirror. And when you make certain comments, see how your comments may be exactly the same as the comments that upset you. The only difference between comments that upset you and what you're saying is that you're saying you know what I mean and I ain't pointing no fingers I'm just saying if we all conduct ourselves the way our heart feels not the way our mouth talks we might get a better outcome you know what I mean and so you know just going over a few things like I say the food banks we can't have we just can't have you feel me whatever we got to do in the trucking family that's my family whatever we got to do in the farming family the farmers out there, whatever we got to do in the taxi app family, that's my Uber drivers, my Lyft drivers, my independent contractors that drive. We got to go get this food and get it to the people. You feel me? On the same token, we got to respect our service providers. Out there. And like I said, these delivery personnel people that's out there, these people that's picking you up from the house, picking your kids up, these people that's working at these stores and malls, if they ask you, to put on a mask, if they ask you to please make sure they safe so they can work another day, I pray that you don't take that offensive. I pray that you don't put yourself, your one situation above the thousands of people they got to deal with in a daily basis. I pray that you give something back to your child care provider, the one that's not taking only taking care of your child, but a bunch of other children. That's making sure you get to work. I pray that you look out for them. Our food providers, these people working in these restaurants, I pray that you get them a tip. I pray that you get them a smile. I pray that you salute them like you would a military soldier because they're the ones that's feeding us. You feel me? These are the people that's playing the role of your mama, your daddy, your husband, your wife, your grandmama, your grandpapa. This man or woman is putting the food in your mouth that you need to make it to the next step. So at least get him a smile. And so like I say, your boy like to keep it straight. He like to keep it light and he like to keep it 100. 
but more importantly, he likes to keep it positive. And so, like I say, much love to the family out there. We're going to be coming with a Mother's Day show like no other. I'm getting a lot of requests from my Latin family out there because of the Cinco de Mayo. So we may, I'm not going to say for sure, we may try to see if we can get Loso Fresh to do us a, uh, a Latin Mother's Day show. Uh, but we definitely going to get one for the fam in the U.S. We're going to get a Mother's Day joint out there. Uh, so I want everybody to be prepared on that. Like I say, I want to give a shout out uh, personally. So like I say, my team that's been holding it down as we've been getting podcasts out off the chain over these two months that we've been on lockdown. We've been trying to get y'all all the information we could. We also was uh, coming to the end of a music, uh, a 10 show musical. We knocked out seven of them. We got three more to do. Your boy Black still going to knock out them last three. But uh, I just want to get love back to you guys. Support your boy Black like you've been doing. Uh, it's been awesome. The feedback has been crazy. It's been 100. Your boy going to get back on the books. Uh, check out the Pepper and Antonio series. Hot. I see a lot of people starting to order it here lately. So go check that out on Barnes & Noble. Google. Do your research. Do your thing. It's a hot little series out there. Uh, we got Birdie Wordy. That's another book that your boy Black wrote in homage to his uh, to his brother up there in the Bay Area. So Birdie Wordy's actually... It's a good book, you know. Uh, like I say, you you millennials will love it. You'll love it, based on you know that hot action type flavor. So check out check out that in your same stores. Your Google, your Google, your Amazon. It's all over the map. Check that out. Uh, I'm gonna have some links in the description below uh, that lets you know where all my sources come from. So it's gonna have all the links, everything you need to know. Like we always do it in every show. It's your boy Black. 10 o'clock, May the 7th, 2020, your boy Blackout. Black man over 50. Yeah.